I'm Julie. Welcome to Mom Made Plans Podcast, where we talk about the ultimate life hack of self-awareness plus intentional living. It's an empowering journey, but don't worry, I keep you humble by remembering God is in control. Today we are talking about the importance of moving our bodies. The idea of exercise can be overwhelming and we tend to make it more complicated than it needs to be. And we're bringing it back to the foundation that moving our bodies throughout the day is what is so important. Not overcomplicated, time-sucking plans. While exercise routines are super beneficial, in this particular conversation, we're focusing on easy ways to just add more fundamental movement in your day. Our guest Katie helps us with practical tips to get moving for us moms and the whole family. So get ready to write down these simple ways to move your body. All right, everyone, welcome. We are continuing our Make It Easy series today. And I have a lovely guest with us, and we're going to be talking all things exercise and movement. And I feel like there's a lot of pressure on this topic um, and how we get this into our day. And we always have excuses and struggle with it. So we're just going to talk today about how to make it easier. Um, Before we dive in, I'm going to let her introduce herself. So go ahead and tell us your name and a little bit about you. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Julie. I am honored to be here and excited to chat about this topic because I am super passionate about movement and fitness. Um, My name is Katie Mizuchi and I have three kiddos. My oldest is seven. My middle guy is about to be five and my daughter is 20 months. I have to, I have to double check myself with her. Um, 20 months. Um, but anyhow, so I am a former, I'm a former math teacher. I used to teach high school math. And then when I became a mom decided that I did not want to go back to teaching. And so, um, long story short, I, decided I was going to do um, some math tutoring from home. And I also came across a online coaching opportunity. And so I basically jumped blindly into that because I knew I liked working out. And at the time I wasn't at all. I was in a (laughs) new mom, overwhelmed, like just that mode, you know, those early Mm -hmm. months. Um, And I took a chance on that coaching opportunity. And that led me into kind of a whole new passion of being able to help other people through fitness and health and have been doing that ever since. Um, And also recently in the last last few years, got certified as a personal trainer and a a nutrition coach. And so basically, yeah, I'm doing doing that now. I'm not, I'm not teaching anymore. uh, And I am home with the kids and, you know, work on these, um, work on these other passions in the pockets of time that I can. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Katie is awesome. She has helped me personally and is very inspiring. So I'll have in the show notes where to follow her. You guys definitely need to, um, check her out. Um, but yeah, let's, let's dive in to kind of going over how to make this easier. And so our pursuit here is always to be more intentional with our lives and wanting to improve our health and figuring out exercise is always one of those things. I feel like as moms, especially in the beginning, you're like, oh, you should be doing this, take care of yourself and do this exercise Mm -hmm. me time and all of that. And it can be overwhelming. Um, Mm -hmm. and just figuring out like what actually works for you. So we want to break it down of just different things of like, if you're ready for full-blown exercise routines, we'll get there, but just the idea of 
movement in your day, just more movement in general and how important that is. Um, so we just kind of want to start out, um, just with this concept of moving our bodies in general and why yeah. it's important and <laughs> yeah. is one exercise a day enough or what, what does it mean? What does it look like? So yeah, give us the overview of like why this is a big deal. Yeah, I think you're, you're right that there is a, a lot of pressure, um, you know, obviously not just as moms, but people in general, like we get overwhelmed with things and it's like, how do I make the time to do this? But I know, especially for moms, it's not just like, how do I make the time for this? But it's also that mom guilt that comes into play. Like, oh, is this selfish for me doing this for myself? Um, but anyhow, that could be a whole other topic. Um, but I, I am just super passionate about it as mom, because I do know personally that for me, when I move my body and I know we're not talking about nutrition, but like when I'm mindful about the things I'm eating, things like that, I just feel better. <laughs> I feel like I show up as a, um, a more patient mom, a happier person. Um, and so, but I think for each person, um, you have to really take things at your own pace and, uh, start at a, place that feels good to you. And for some people that could mean jumping into a full-on program or joining, you know, joining that specialty gym or whatever it is, but for other people, it might mean just moving your body more informally. And so the reason it's important, we all know, obviously exercise is good for our physical health. We know this good for our heart health, just making sure that we can get through the day doing just regular functional movements, right. Bringing in the groceries and holding our kids and being able to run around with them. Um, so for each person, you know, what that looks like may, may look a little bit different. Um, but overall, we know that it's it's good for our health, um, can help us to burn calories. Obviously, if you have like a weight loss goal, it's going to be important for that. Uh, and then just, I, I know for me, just I said earlier, to feel better. I know that when I move, whether it's like a dance party with my kids or work out in the basement by myself, like it's true, those endorphins just start flowing and you feel better after. Uh, and so for that mental health piece, I think um, is another really important I guess another really important reason for why it's good for us to move more, be it through a formal workout or something informal. Yeah. I love that you mentioned kitchen dance parties. Those are some of my favorites. (laughs) It's a great way to get the kids in. (laughs) Really? Yeah, they really are. Um, yeah. So do you want to, um, dive in a little deeper of like the difference in like formal exercise and the informal, I know like a popular term is neat. The, um, yeah, yeah. The like non-exercise uh-huh. um, <laughs> things. Non- but, yeah. Yeah. It's a long thermo, some yes. long name, yes, yes. <laughs> very well, but, <laughs> yeah. um, we, yeah, we just to like understand, it. like maybe things we're mm-hmm. overlooking of like the movement that we are. Yeah. Yeah, doing. exactly. So yes, I'd be happy to go into that more. Um, so surprisingly, and I I know I was sort of surprised to hear this, um, around like 15 to 30% of the energy that we expend every day, or in other words, like the calories we burn 15 to 30% of that can come from activity, right? So, but it doesn't just have to be the formal stuff. It's a combination of yes, if you're doing formal exercise, but also as Julie mentioned, that that fancy acronym meet, basically what it means is non-exercise activity, essentially. Um, so that is just things simply like going up and down the stairs, um, typing at your desk, washing, you know, washing laundry, doing the chores, um, things that wouldn't be considered formal exercise. 
it's still contributing to energy expenditure and calorie burn. And so I just wanted to mention that because, and every person is going to be different, obviously, depending on a lot of factors, <laughs> a lot of factors that go into determining how many calories, or at least estimating how many calories or how much energy you'd be expending on a daily basis. But the, the simple fact is that you can actually expend a surprising amount of energy doing those informal things. Um, and so I did want to throw in just a little bonus tip for people that, um, you know, often if somebody's on a weight loss journey, for instance, and they hit a plateau, um, when you're on a weight loss journey, you've got to work in a calorie deficit. Essentially, you want to be, you know, burning more energy than you're consuming. Mm -hmm. um, and so when people hit a plateau, um, you have to basically, if you're still wanting to lose weight, you have to make sure you reestablish that calorie deficit. Cause if you're in a plateau, that means you're not in a deficit anymore, essentially. So, mm -hmm. um, really simple ways that you can, um, increase or get back into that deficit is to increase more energy expenditure, but it doesn't necessarily mean you have to go do an extra 30 minute workout at the gym or take that class or whatever. You can simply try to be more cognizant of, okay, how can I get more non-exercise activity involved, um, to see if, you know, cause that could be something that helps you to burn more calories, get back into that deficit. I don't, I didn't want to go into all the details on the <laughs> calories and all this stuff, but I just, I want to bring awareness to the fact that, um, the non-exercise activity still counts for something. Yeah. <laughs> so That's still huge. Just something. to affirm, like, it's not all or nothing. Like if you're not yeah. like those more intense workouts are super helpful and definitely have their benefit, yeah. but sure. like that just overall daily movement to be encouraged, like, Oh, if you miss your workout, like you missed all exercise for the day, like right. still moving, like, and you can yeah. move more and yeah. Yeah. Like definitely. Um, do you want to give us some examples of just what some of those options might be of like, how do I just add more just practical ways to add more movement into our day? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so one very simple thing that, um, people might already be aware of, but just parking further away, you go to the grocery store, you go to target, like whatever, park your car further away. Um, I know, like I get it. Trust me. I get it as a mom that like, if I'm taking the kids, I'm like, I need to be as close as possible. Get in, get out, like get done. As this guy. I totally understand that and appreciate that. But if you can afford the extra few minutes just to park further away, like that's a very simple way <laughs> just to get more steps in, right? For to, sure. To like find the more. cart return. That's like the furthest back. So you can park next to yeah. that cart return. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exa yeah. You know, like I literally, yeah, you always make sure you're parked next to one of those. Things. <laughs> and also, I mean, if you're like me and you're like trying to book it through the store, like, Hey, that's, the, that's the way that you're getting some good movement in is if you're trying to pick up the pace as you <laughs> try to make it through before anybody yeah. has a meltdown. Be intentional, <laughs> have a list before you go in right. and then you can just like move faster. While you're in there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So parking <laughs> further away, really, really simple thing. Um, something else, if you, um, you know, if you, for instance, work at your desk a lot, whether you're working at home or at an office, if you're able to get some kind of exercise ball that you could sit on, um, you're not obviously going to do like a full on workout there, but it'll do a couple of things for you. It's going to force you to work on your posture. And it's also going to work, force you to work on engaging your core muscles, because if you're sitting on that, that unstable surface, you have to make sure you're using your core muscles to engage, but you could also, you know, you could get a little bouncing in or side to side or front and back, you know, 
movements on that exercise ball. So if you're able to work that into your workspace, then that's just another simple way to get some of that like non technically non exercise um, activity in there. Um, yeah, and also and just, with, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to chime in. Like I work part-time in an office mm-hmm. and we have, um, they made a standing desk. I like to stand a lot. Oh yeah. And so another option too, I used to like stand all the time. Now I need to like, I need to find a balance of like standing and sitting, but (laughs) standing can help. And just like you move around a little bit. And so that's another idea, even like they have little, um, so if you're at the kitchen counter, so you do, you're not an office and you work from home, like getting one of the, um, they have like little elevation things, even like the, um, like for your cabinets, like that you can put plates on, like find a cardboard box, like anything just to raise your laptop a little bit and it works perfectly. (laughs) Yeah. That's a great, that's a great idea. And I'm glad you mentioned that about standing up because that is an awesome, an awesome option to just, yeah, not be sitting all day at your desk. Yeah. Um, so, and then also with like, to kind of build off with through, um, excuse me, through your work day, um, and again, something you have to just kind of be intentional about, but um, I'm sure there's probably a million studies out there that tell us how having breaks built into your day is beneficial, like for your productivity, like right. to make sure you're, you know, getting through the things you need to for your focus, your, you know, all that. Um, but, you know, building in intentional breaks for movement. So whether that means like setting a timer every 30 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes to an hour, whatever is reasonable for you, where you just literally have that alarm or timer on your phone, um, go off and you can, again, it doesn't have to be anything fancy. You can literally, like, if you're working from home, you can go for a walk around your house, like go up and down the stairs a couple of times. You could stretch out, do some deep breathing, um, just get out of your seat and move your body. Uh, if you're at your office, maybe you just find a coworker, you could take a lap around the building or outside or just something to, to get yourself moving, obviously for that physical benefit of movement, but also I think for like the mental, just taking that breather so you can come back and feel refocused and uh, have that clarity. Um, and another way, you know, if you're not going off of like a timer or something, another really simple trick that I learned, I cannot remember. I read this in a book before. Um, I can't remember which one right now, but it was, um, he calls them, um, oh, it's, it's the book actually that I think I'm, that I'm working on now. Um, High Performance Habits by Brendan Burchard. It's a great book, um, but he talks about transition breaks. I forget what he calls them. He's got some some term for it, but basically, like any time you go to transition, get up, take a break, move around. So, for instance, you're do- working on your email. Okay, when you finish checking your email and you're going to move on to the next task, that's a transition. So during that transition, you know, do some kind of break, <laughs> whether it's yeah. a physical movement or you know meditation, like something just to that's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. Just, it's already built in work. just to remind yeah. yourself mm-hmm. of like, okay, transitioning, yeah. I'm going to do 10 jumping jacks <laughs> right now or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. So that's as far as like, you know, a couple of things for in the work day. Um, obviously as well, <laughs> especially for moms, the laundry never like never right. ceases to end. Like it literally laundry and like, dishes. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's yeah. yeah all day, every day. So, um, for laundry, for instance, you could, uh, this is not something that I personally do. Maybe now that I'm like sharing about it, I'll make, be more intentional myself, but I was just thinking, well, when you're doing your laundry, you could dump it all out on the ground 
And cause like, usually I'll just kind of sit there and like reach for things, but you could dump it out on the ground. And like, every time you have to go to pick up a piece of laundry to fold, um, you do a squat, like you literally squat down, work on your, you know, I have to make sure you're obviously you're following proper form and making sure you're doing things correctly. You don't want to hurt yourself. Um, but squat down to pick up the piece of laundry, fold it, put it in the pile. And like, literally like you could probably get a hundred plus squats. (laughs) I know if your laundry piles are like mine, you can get a lot of squats or you could even work on, um, like your deadlift form, which is more of like hinging at your hips. Mm. Um, that's another great movement, but it forces you to like engage your core, your back muscles. It's a good hamstring workout. Um, but you could probably do either one of those as you're, (laughs) as you're doing your laundry, um, washing dishes, like you just stand there, right. That's a great time to do calf raises. You could just go, you don't have to, Mm. you don't have to move your feet. You just press up off the, you know, both of your, uh, the balls of your feet and, or the balls of your, to- your toes, and then you um, can do calf raises there. So that's a very good idea. I'll have to, I'll have to start that one. <laughs> we don't have a dishwasher, yeah, so like, I'm doing dishes all the time. Oh, so now I will, uh, oh my calf raises. All right. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, we do have a dishwasher, but I still feel like I'm it's still a lot. Yeah. Either way, time. I'm just at it's the sink crazy. longer. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So just something. Um, yeah. So when you're doing chores, those are a few things you can try. Uh, another thing, like if you and your, um, well, if you're by yourself or if you have a significant other and you're, you kind of like Netflix and chill in the evenings, or you have a show or something that you watch, you can always build in little breaks there. If you're watching a show that like has commercials, I guess nowadays that might, depending on what you're watching, you might not have commercials. Let's say you're doing a, a Netflix like catch up or on whatever your series is um, when it transitions, right? Transitions episodes, to the next. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. When it even, or if it like, even when it transitions scenes, like whatever, um, whatever it is, you could work in, you know, hit the floor and do a plank, go do a wall sit, do some crunches and you could do it together if you have, you know, like I said, something other that you're with in the evenings. Um, but like, and if you look on Pinterest, like I'm sure there's a million, I don't even know what you would call it, but like a TV commercial break. I know they have, workout. um, yeah, like for like Super Bowl, like there's all kinds of different when things are on TV, there's all kinds of little challenges you can try. Um, but yeah, so, um, and then I guess just was going to finish up with a few, um, more like family friendly, um, which I guess any of those really could be. Um, but as far as like specific things you could do with your family, I know we already talked about dance parties, but <laughs> they are like, it's so much fun. And, and I know it sounds silly, like to have to like schedule something like that because you don't necessarily have to, but I will tell you when I, it was before COVID um, just had the two boys at that time. And I'm sure like any other stay-at-home moms might be able to relate. Like, I don't know what it was, but when like four, four thirty came around when my husband wasn't home from work yet. And it was just kind of getting to like that point of the day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, was running out of patience. I was like, I just yeah. can't do that. Like he needs to walk in the door, like right. <laughs> yes. the second or else I'm going to lose it. Yeah. I literally, I was like, I can't be like this. Cause I would find myself getting frustrated and like losing, you know, not having the patience left. So I remember I literally put on my phone, like I put it as a reoccurring alarm every single day at four 30, I wrote dance party on there because it was just, it was a very simple way to remind myself, um, 
do this because it's a positive, like it, it gets us moving. It gets us in a good mood. The kids have fun. It passes the time. Like (laughs) I literally for the longest time had that scheduled in there. And like I said, it may sound silly, but, um, you know, a lot of these things, like, even though they're very simple, sometimes if we leave it up to chance or just like, Oh, if I remember, or, Oh, if I, that's Mm -hmm. when it doesn't stick. So even if you have to set that daily (laughs) reoccurring alarm to like, your squats during your laundry folding or to have the dance party or whatever it is. I think, you know, if that's going to help you to stick to it. Um, but yeah, I dance parties that. are great. And one thing I was going to say, um, changing up. So if you are like scheduling it every day, a way to change it up yeah. is having like a different location in your house or like do it outside one day, like just change up, um, something about it, or maybe yes. like they have to have a prop on or a costume on for the dance party. You can find, so cute. can be consistent with it if you change it up. Um, yes. and I've talked about that on the podcast before, but like, so with any That's of these, a great idea. yeah, changing up locations or inserting some uh-huh. sort of theme to it can help you stick with it and survive. Yeah. And just become yeah. a boring thing where they're like, oh, I don't want right. to do that again. <laughs> where you're, yeah. Where you're like dreading it. Yeah. No, yeah. that's, yeah, that's, that's a really good idea. I love that. We'll have to I like the idea with the prop too. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> try that one. Um, but yeah, family, family walks are another great, you know, a great yeah. thing. I, we, I find obviously, well, since like, since my husband's working through the day, um, usually evening time, like maybe before dinner, after dinner, um, mm-hmm. we might go for a walk because they'll ride their vehicle of choice. Um, and then, you know, just gets everybody moving out, get some fresh air, or just like a game, you know, family game in the yard will do well when it hasn't been like ridiculously humid and gross outside <laughs> after dinner. Sometimes we'll, uh, we'll go play kickball. Like that's been so fun. Like they just, Haley kind of just runs around and we have to make sure we don't, <laughs> we don't <laughs> hit her with the, the ball. One. <laughs> yeah. But the boys, like they love it and they'll play like, they'll, it'll be them against Mark and I. Um, so we've been having fun with that. We'll do that sometimes, but you know, it's just a fun way to get everybody involved. You're moving your body. Um, and you know, if you're doing it like in the evening like that, it's nice because it's kind of, you know, you get that final <laughs> burst of energy out before, <laughs> before everybody's, you know, winding down and going to bed for the night. So, yeah. And I love all this because it's just, it doesn't have to be complicated. Just pick yeah. something that matches your yeah. family <laughs> dynamic and just put it in. We're making it easy. Yeah. So I love exactly. Yeah. I love all of that. Um, and we kind of talked a little bit there of how to, it's like, these are a bunch of ideas of how to have movement. Right. Um, but how do you kind of stick with it? Like, where do you start? How do you stick with it? Um, so do you have any other kind of tips for, kind of like getting started or being consistent with incorporating movement or exercise routines? Yes, of course. Um, so whether, you know, this could apply to anything, whether it's something informal, like we talked about or something more formal, but as far as exercise goes, but, and as we'd already mentioned, like picking one thing to start with, you know, especially if you're kind of starting from scratch and you really just want to ease into things, all the, the, this list that we just shared and went over, like, don't feel like you have to do all the things at once. Just pick right. one thing, like like Julie said, that speaks to you, that's like goes with your style or like your family dynamic if you're doing something with the family um, and commit to that. And then you can always build from there. Um, but start small because I think a lot of times, you know, I see this all the time with, you know, people that are gung-ho about, you know, reaching their, their health and fitness goals, which is awesome. But then a lot of times people will have an all or nothing approach where they 
go in like all out hardcore. I'm going to do all the things like drink all my water, eat all my veggies, like do all the exercise. And then they burn out, right. They burn out or they fall short in one area and they give up. So start small, pick one, implement it, get good at it. And then if you want to bring in other things, you can. Um, and as we kind of already talked about earlier, scheduling it, I know Julie is, you know, big about like putting it on the calendar and writing it down. And I am too, because, you know, if you don't, if you're not intentional about making it a part of your day, then it's just going to fall to the wayside, right? We're going to let other things, you know, get in the way or excuses creep in. So whether you're, you know, writing it down on your calendar or for a lot of these things that I talked about, I think just having that like alarm set in your phone, uh, right. That, because that's just, that's a reminder, like right in that moment, that's like, okay, do this now (laughs) (laughs) or, you know, at least do it soon. Um, so I think having that recurring alarm on the phone can be super helpful. Um, something else that I found helpful when I'm trying to implement maybe something that's a new habit is habit stacking. Um, this was from a book. Yeah. Right. I don't, it's just, I think I haven't actually read it, but I think it's atomic habits. Atomic different like variations. Yeah. But (laughs) this whole concept is great. Yeah. Yeah. Atomic (laughs) habits. I think it, I could be wrong on the author, but John Acuff, I don't know. I have to, we have to go back and don't quote me on that. Yeah. (laughs) But anyhow, um, look up the atomic habits. Um, but yeah, habit stacking is great. And that basically just means like take, I mean, we already have our days already filled with habits that we do on a regular basis, right? We get up, we brush our teeth. We, you know, maybe you drink your coffee, have breakfast, like whatever it is. So just attaching the new habit to something that you already do. So maybe you want to go for a 10 minute walk every morning, you know, before you start your day. Um, and maybe you also drink a cup of coffee every morning. Well, I know for me, like I, I like to work for incentives. So I would maybe say, okay, I'm going to go for my 10 minute walk. And then my reward is going to be, I'm going to get to enjoy my cup of coffee and quiet before I you know, do anything else. But if you attach it to something you're already doing, it can, um, you know, it can just make it a lot easier to start you know, implement it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. And keep it going. Um, and then the last piece I was going to chat about here was just as far as uh, like support, having a support or accountability system in place. Um, so, you know, this could be something as simple as, you know, nowadays there's all these Fitbits and all this stuff where you can like connect up with other people. So maybe you have some family or friends that they're wanting to move more to, and you guys can set like a really simple, I don't know, like a step challenge or whatever. I know that those are very popular. People will link up with their, the people they know on their devices. And then you can kind of, it's a little bit competitive, but then you can kind of see mm-hmm. other people doing it. Um, so that's something you could think about, or, you know, if you have that friend or coworker or whatever that you could say, Hey, let's take a 10 minute, like 10 minutes of our lunch every day to go walk around or, you know, do something to get our bodies moving. But I, I have found, especially as a busy mom over the years that having, having that accountability, having some place or somebody to check in with is so helpful because I think a lot of times we are sometimes better at showing up for other people than we are at showing up for ourselves. So if we know like, Hey, this person's counting on me, or I said I was going to do this, or I said I was going to check in, um, we don't want to let them down. Right. And so by, by having that, um, accountability system in place and you know what and kids can be great for <laughs> kids yes. can be great for accountability too oh my goodness you know, yes. <laughs> they don't forget they don't forget anything so yeah. if you like mm-hmm. um yeah if you 
you know, this is kind of unrelated. It has to do with like kind of gratitude. I don't know if you care if I sidetrack on this for a second, but um, I, I had started something. Um, it was a few years back. I, I guess I, I heard this, excuse me, heard this from a speaker at a company event that I'd gone to. And um, it was just something very simple about gratitude. Like, okay, before you go to bed every night, like with your kids, share one thing that you're grateful for about that, you know, that happened that day. Mm-hmm. So I started doing that. Um, I guess it was when I just had one at the time, Christian and, um, and, you know, we, we did it a few times and sure enough, like, I didn't even have to like, cause he was the one that was like, okay, mommy, like, what are you grateful for? Like, and yeah. so he would be prompting me and now we still do it. And my middle, my middle guy, Noah, he's always, he's a little bit more into it now than Christian is, but he, but they, you know, if you tell them, Hey guys, like, let's do this. We're going to do this together. We're going to make this a habit. Um, you know, a lot of times they will, <laughs> they will yeah. hold you to it. So yeah. Even if they, one. if it's not consistently randomly one day, they're like, Hey, did you do your workout this morning? <laughs> uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. About that. No, I was waiting for you. Um, yeah, no, they're, they're great, but that's what, that's just something over the years. And that's as a coach, that's like a huge part of what I do is um, we have the accountability groups that I run every single month or online. And so that just, I've just seen the power of them over the years and just having, even for myself, like just having, like knowing I need to check in there um, and know there's going to be knowing there's going to be other busy moms in there that are putting the work in and doing what they said they were going to do. And, um, it's like a, a positive pressure, I guess, if you will, <laughs> to, to, yeah. to, you know, just keep that commitment to yourself. Um, but yeah, support mm-hmm. and accountability piece can be key, especially, um, yeah, I think for, for anybody, but especially when you, yeah, it's definitely, uh, definitely yeah. helpful to keep on track. If you want, <laughs> if you're trying to make a decision of like, okay, I'm being yeah. intentional, like, I want to improve this part, add more movement, exercise, like Mm -hmm. having someone else be like, Hey, you said you were doing that. Like, how's that going? (laughs) Like, or let's do it together. It can be so helpful that you don't just not yet another thing that kind of fades out and you're like, Oh, that didn't work. Um, Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So true. And yeah, like I would love to hear, just give you an opportunity to share kind of more about that. Like you are great, obviously, as an accountability person. So yeah, tell us more about what you do and what you offer and in more of these formal exercise um, types of things as well for people who are up for kind of amping that up a little bit. Yeah, yeah so awesome. What you got? Okay, so um, I'll share just a couple of like, I guess, free resources that you guys can utilize if you want something that would be like more like, I guess, formal exercise. Um, so if you and I think Julie is going to link all the, the sites and stuff in the notes, but, um, yeah. on my website, basically every month since March, I've been posting like a free monthly fitness challenge. So it's literally a calendar. And if you're like me and you love checking stuff off and you can print it out, you can hang it up somewhere. And it's just a simple, um, fitness challenge that you can do like this month, for instance, we're doing a jump rope challenge. So each day it gives you like something jump rope related to do. Um, and then we did like a squat challenge last month. So it's all very pretty simple exercises. And I always link videos that have, um, like video demos for high options and low options. So if you need something low impact, there's going to be a, a demonstration there. Uh, but I just, I love those because, and we often have like, I'll talk about my groups in a second, but 
a lot of people love doing this as a bonus challenge, just because it, it's just fun to take on a challenge and to have mm-hmm. that calendar all laid out for you. And then, you know, even if this is like the only thing you do for your fitness, like it just, it makes you feel good to, to achieve that goal and to know that you, you did it. But most of the, most of this would only take five minutes a day, like five, maybe 10 minutes a day on some of the, some, depending on what the exercises were, but you guys can go to my website, grab those in the free resources section. And it doesn't matter if it was the past month, like whatever, you could do it for <laughs> any month of the year. You could pick one of them um, and try that. But that would be something that, you know, would give you a little bit of a more formal um, exercise option for free. Um, and then also I do try to post on Instagram um, little like five minute workout video. So it's literally like a 30 to 60 second reel that just shows kind of a quick demo of the moves. And then in the, um, in the, um, the, the post, it'll kind of describe like what to do for the the workout, but it's literally, it's five minutes. Like you could do it in five minutes. And if you wanted it to be longer, you could do a couple of sets, you know, you could, you could ramp it up, but, um, you know, some of the, a lot of them don't require equipment. Some of them do, if you have access to equipment. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of free resources that I offer. And then I also do have a monthly, a free monthly workout that I send in my like monthly newsletter that I do. So that's something you can get signed up for. And I usually have a recipe in there as well as some other tips and tricks. Um, but yeah, then to finish, like if you are somebody looking for, um, you know, maybe you have a very specific health and fitness related goal, whether it, you know, whether it's more fitness related nutrition or both, um, then I can certainly help, um, in different ways there. Um, if you are somebody who wants a very customized approach, like you would love to have a plan kind of written out for you, you'd love to hop on zoom with me and I could take you through the workout. So you have that face. Well, virtual accountability, but Mm -hmm. in real time, um, you know, if you, uh, maybe you have like special considerations, if you have like past injuries or things that you want to be, you know, account for, and not just like try to wing it yourself at the gym that I can, you know, as a personal trainer, I can create a plan for you. We talk about your goals, what you're looking for. That's an option. Um, and then for the person who, you know, maybe doesn't need something so hands-on, Um, then as a coach, I can connect you to a lot of the, um, like the platform basically that I've used over the years, which gives you access to all kinds of workouts and nutrition support as well. Um, and we can chat about, you know, what would be a good place to start and I can help you navigate that. And then you also with either of those options would have access to, um, my monthly accountability groups that I run. And I mentioned them a little bit briefly before, but basically it's a place where we have, daily check-in posts every single day, a chance to engage with other people to answer simple questions. And we share health and fitness related tips. Um, there's meal plan ideas in there. And then basically people just post and check in and, you know, say, Hey, I did my workout today or share about how it went, or if they have a, a victory they want to celebrate or something they're struggling with and they need ideas. They want to share about something they ate, like anything, all things related to, you know, health and fitness. Um, people would just check in there and we support each other and cheer each other on. So yeah, basically <laughs> whatever you're looking for. Yeah. Gamut. Yeah. Yes. I can, yeah, I'll definitely link all of that in the show notes for you guys to, um, check out all of those options. Um, but yeah, I hope this was helpful for you guys just to kind of get the overview of, um, maybe taking the pressure a little bit off of like, mm-hmm. we tend to overcomplicate things and what exercise and movement has to look like. And so just to take a breath today and get some fresh perspective and 
kind of just amp up the movement and find easy ways to do it and kind of build on that in your exercise and, um, yeah, just make it easier. So thank you so much, Katie, for just kind of diving into all of this with us and <laughs> yeah, thank us. you for having me. All right. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I pray this episode gave you new insights and encouragement. Now there's no like button on podcasts, so it means literally everything if you scroll down and take a moment to leave a review. And don't forget to bless your fellow moms and friends with these takeaways by sharing on social and of course tag me so I can see what's helping you. And as always, check the show notes for any helpful resources that I mention. All right, go check some boxes.